Blog Talk Radio. to Daylight Podcast, the NBA version. We switched the music a little bit to uh, kind of get away from the NFL theme that we had during the NFL shows. That is Aldo Nova, Life is Just a Fantasy, Live Your Fantasy Life. And could there be an any better way to lead into a daily fantasy discussion than to talk about how life is just a fantasy and can you live your fantasy life? So yesterday, the mauler and I built the lineup, and for the sixth time in eight tries, we were in the black in our picks. Uh, This time, though, we hit it big. We finished fifth in the crossover $27 tournament, and that sound you hear is... What was that? I'm sorry. That's it. We did cash. uh, Little bragging rights. Uh, $3,000 split between the Mauler and I. Mauler, are you there? I'm here. Uh, I was uh, one more time hit the cha-ching for me. Oh, absolutely. And and then, of course, what we did to the competition. So, uh, you know, I, I try and be humble, but uh, I think those were funny, so I did it for humor's sake. Um, congratulations, Mauler. I know you were excited. Uh, it's kind of old business to you to win some big money, but for me, this was my b- first big hit in daily fantasy. So it was very exciting. I had been down about a hundred dollars total since I started. So that puts me pretty severely into the black. And what was really great for me was that it really was a team effort. Don't you think? Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, the funny thing is I look back on it, and, and you had mentioned uh, playing Nurchik, and if we would have uh, been contrarian and played him over Miles Turner, I think would he, we would have even moved up uh, a few more spots. It was Jokic, spots. not Nurkic. Yeah, Jokic. So two two brains are better than one, and uh, like you said, we're at six of eight cashing, and we're having fun doing it. And, uh, you know, we, we set our lineups last night, and then – you know, you go on about your business. Uh, I had a birthday party with my little guy I had to go to, but we continued talking through phone and text and Twitter. And, uh, you know, we didn't have the same lineup that we left the show with because of injuries and stuff, but it was pretty close. And uh, 
it was a monster, man. 300 and uh, I think 68 points, was it? 363, uh, close enough. And I think it goes without saying that we're not going to end up with the same lineup that we finish a show at 5 o'clock with at 7. And anyone who does listen wouldn't expect us to. And when the news came that Jordan Hill was starting, I went in since you were busy and I saw who, if we changed out Tristan Thompson to Jordan Hill, who would that allow us to go to? And you had mentioned that you really like Jeff Green. So I texted you Hill and Green over Thompson and Brewer. And you said yes. And that was the one change we made. And it was really what spurred us to the big payday. So always keep in mind when we do this show and just in general, if you're going to play NBA DFS, the number one rule is follow people on Twitter, get a service. Like I use daily Roto. I pay them both for information that helps me be a better fantasy player, but they also send me alerts. And that alert that I got from daily Roto was the difference in our night. So um, thank you to them for their service. And I look at it as another positive, and we're going to try and build on that. And so we'll get right to it. We're going to be doing what tournament today did we decide on? Well, uh, uh, DraftKings is doing a $100 buy-in January Jam finale where they're trying to you know, allow people that didn't use all their January Jam tickets to get in. Uh, it's $100, but the cool thing is there's only about a little over 1,100 entries. So, uh, uh, you, you know, you don't have to, to beat too many people. I'm going to uh, check the payouts. First place is 10,000, second uh, 7,500, third 5,000 and on down. But uh, like I said, only 1,100 people in the tournament and, uh, you know, let's stay hot and let's get moving. So we're starting with point guard today. Um, what, are you, what are you looking at at point guard? Okay. So um, before we do that, I do want to ask you, what is the cash line? Uh, Euro, you know, the difference between the Mauler and I is Mauler is always looking at what he gets for winning a tournament, and I'm always hoping to come out in cash, and anything past that is a bonus. So where is the cash line out of 1100 Uh Cash line is at 225 in this one, so uh, a little less than 25% of the people get paid, and um, it's double your buy-in if you do make the cash, so 200 and that uh, goes... Uh, for 100 places, 151st to two or 75 places, 151st to 225th. So, 225 paid, 10,000 for first out of 1,100 entrants, and uh, away we go. And for those of you who don't know who the Motown Mauler is, what's your actual rating now in the middleweight division on Roto Grinders? Uh, as of uh, the other day, I was still three. Um, there'll be some updates coming, I'm sure, next week. And I had um, some good finishes the other night and some single entries and some other tournaments where um, I'll be getting some more points. So I'm still third uh, right now in the middleweight division. And, you know, that's just another fun way for people to, you know, keep track of daily fantasy and, and do their daily research and all that stuff. I love Roto Grinders. I think they're uh, – you know, the best in the business at what they do. And, you know, I just appreciate what they do. Absolutely. So for all you newbies out there, Motown Mauler, 
at Motown Mauler on Twitter. I'm at Todd from PA, T-O-D-F-R-O-M-P-A. Follow me and shoot me a little message that you followed because of the pod. I will absolutely follow you back. And that way you can find out when we're going to be doing this pod. I do think that we offer something a little bit different. I listen to a number of pods and I, I don't know of another one where we actually make the lineup that we're going to use and you can listen in to the process. We do, of course, as I mentioned, reserve the right to make changes with late injury news as you would expect and as you should do in playing NBA DFS. So he's the third rank middleweight and I'm a guy with a deep voice. So we go on to today's challenge. And typically for those who are new, what we tend to do is the Mauler and I went to that Roto-Ginders conference in New York, and our favorite session was JM to Wins, where he said, always start and build a lineup with guys who you feel safe with that are the best values at their position and also have the opportunity to crush value. And I would say in NBA, we're looking at guys who – are values that can that could hit five, you know, probably six times value. So I'll start today with the point guard position. And my number one value play is dependent upon an injury. Um, if Harris is out again, uh, Berea for Dallas, he's a guy who has put up 30, 40 points a couple times this year. His salary went up from 3,900 to 4,200. But I think that if Harris is out, you know, I played him the other night and he did make value, um, ended up in the red. And for those of you who don't have the DraftKings app, I love even more, even if I'm around by my computer, I like using to see if I'm in the red or in the blue or in the white. Red denotes that the player is exceeding value. White is he's on pace to meet value. And blue is, you know, you're not doing too good. So Berea is one guy. Marcus Smart is another guy. The Celtics, they are playing Orlando, who is not real good against point guards. I know that Isaiah Thomas is also there, but Smart is a guy who has the talent and has been getting the minutes. And if you want a pure punt play for me today, Napier would be the name. Who do you have, Mauler? Uh, I'm on the same wavelength with you. I like J.J. Barea down there at 4,200. Phoenix is, you know, not playing well right now. If Harris is out, Barea gets a lot of the backup minutes. And he's, like you said, good for between 20 and 30 DraftKings points. Um, I like Zach Levine. I think the Minnesota and Portland will be a little up and down game. But uh, I only like Levine because he could be a possible contrarian play because I think, like myself, um, I'd like to spend up at point guard tonight, and I think a lot of other people will be doing the same. Uh, one punt play that I'll throw out, um, if Calderon is out again, I like Galloway at the two, but uh, you can play Jerry and Grant as a punt play. Uh, again, I know some people played him the other night and were disappointed, so that may make his ownership also a little lower, and he would be a good punt play. All right. So what we'll do is we'll put Berea in for now as a placeholder. Yep. Um, and I, you know, again, with the way the DraftKings is set up, there is certainly the possibility that we could play two or even three point guards today. 
And the key is once we get the key value guys in at all positions, then we'll look to see who we want to add on the other end. So you did already mention Galloway at the shooting guard. He is shooting guard eligible, isn't he, on DraftKings? Yeah, he's shooting guard eligible, and he's my my top play um, value play, and he would be my top play overall if um, Jose Calderon is out again. So, again, we go back to talking about injuries and how important it is to uh, keep up with lineups and and follow people on Twitter that, you know, are close to the team, the beat writers and whatnot. So uh, if if Calderon is out, Langston Galloway becomes my top overall value play. Um, If if for some reason Calderon is in, then we, you know, just kind of lump him in with the other value plays down here uh, at shooting guard with the Wes Matthews and the Kyle Korbers and those guys. Well, Galloway was on top of my list of guys who were eligible in the late slate. And the other name I'll throw out there who I think is contrarian, his salary's gone up a little bit and he had a dud, which means that his ownership will probably be way down, is Archie Goodwin. He's a guy who has the ability and has proven, again, that he can crush value. Now, his salary is more than it had been when he was just a no-brainer. He's 5800 But I would feel comfortable putting Archie in as well. And I do think that he's a nice pivot off of Galloway. But why don't we, since Galloway was the number one on both of our lineups, why, and he's 4500 why don't we put Galloway in as the placeholder at shooting guard? Yeah, that sounds good. And I'm right on with you as far as Archie Godwin. Uh, $5,800. Uh, is a little more than you would like to pay for him, but you know he has the capability of getting 35, 40 fantasy points, and it's going to be a pretty, pretty up and down matchup with Dallas uh, on Dallas's home floor. And if Phoenix can somehow keep it close, um, you know he's looking to to crush value there. Well, and again, I expect a lower ownership. And the other thing to keep in mind is, anytime you're playing Golden State, there's an, a possibility of a blowout, and that is a little bit of a warning for Mr. Galloway. Not something that would keep me from playing him, but um, between the value that you can, um, with, without the blowout potential and the fact that I think Goodwin will be way less owned, um, in my mind, they're pretty close. So we move on to the small forward position. And to me, there's only one name. Uh, he's my number one value on the whole slate. And it's Kid Gilchrist of Charlotte. Nick Batum has already been put out. Um, He will not be playing today. And Jeremy Lin and Lamb also might be out. And surprisingly, a lot of people thought that Kid Gilchrist would come back with a minutes restriction. And he played 34 or 35 minutes, scored 13 points, and had seven rebounds. And at $3,700, to me, he is the best value on the slate. Your thoughts, and is there anyone else that you really like at the shooting at the small forward position? No, I think uh, Kid Gilchrist, uh, Kid Gilchrist, is a plug and play today. Um, he's only thirty seven hundred, and he can get you value just from his peripherals. I mean, he can he can block three shots and get four steals, and he's made value for you right there without even scoring a point. So I think it's a no brainer at thirty seven hundred. Sure, he's going to be highly owned, but I don't think he'll be as highly owned as a lot of people expect. Um, 
you know, because some people want to go contrarian and some people will want to spend a little more at, at small forward, you know, and try to move up to the Chandler Parsons and, uh, and Aaron Gordon's and PJ Tucker's. But, you know, like I said, I think he can get you 30 fantasy points easily um, for $3,700. And I think it's a no brainer. Yep. I like Aaron Gordon. I like Toby Harris. I, you know, we'll get to the position, but I also like Chandler Parsons, but uh, kid Gilchrist, as you aptly said, is a plug and play today. So we head over to the power forward position, Mauler. Who is your best values at that position today? Well, uh, I guess you call them a middle-tier value, but it looks like Nance is out for the Lakers again. Did we did we lose you, Mauler? Well, I uh, hope not. No, there you are. All right, so he's back. I'm here. We're there. Or are we here? That is the question. Okay, so you mentioned Randall. Is there any other names before I nod my head in agreement? Mauer? All right, we did lose him that time. Hopefully he will be coming back on pretty soon. Up, oh, let me see if I can get him back in. And Mauer, are you there? Yeah, the uh excitement of, of talking about Julius Randle uh must have knocked us offline there. Well, I don't know if you heard me, but he was also and it's funny because again, when we say that we're looking for value, the key thing that JM to win talked about was safety. So, you know, we will talk about punts and sometimes we'll even play punts, but we really try and baseline with guys who we feel are pretty safe plays as well that also have upside. And I couldn't agree with you more. I didn't even know that Nance was not going to be playing, but Julius Randle is my number one guy. I'll throw out two more names, Marvin Williams, and the third guy I think is pretty sneaky in a blowout, and that's Kyle O'Quinn. He is a pretty good point-per-minute guy, and if that game goes um, sideways early, which it certainly has the possibility to do, the Warriors, I think, are going to be a little upset that the Sixers made that a game yesterday, and I just don't know that this is a good matchup for the Knicks. I think they play well together, but I just don't know that they have what it takes. So um, any thoughts on Kyle O'Quinn? Yeah, I think he's uh, the best punt play of the bunch. If you're going to punt the power forward, you look for O'Quinn, you know, to get uh, 20 minutes or so in that game. And he's usually, you know, about a point per minute guy. And uh, Marvin Williams, like you said. Go ahead. And Marvin Williams, like you said, I like him as well. But, you know, he's only $900 less than uh, Julius Randle. And I just like Randle's upside tonight against a a weak Charlotte front line. Yeah, I think when we're doing it, we need to keep, you know, we'll put Randle in for now. And we all, you know, we mentioned some of the high price options that we really like today. Um, We'll get to that in a minute. But um, right now, Randall is the placeholder in the lineup. So we move on to the center position. And again, I don't have any screaming values um, at the position. Hawes is one of my guys. He's at 5,200. But one thing, again, I'm pretty new at this whole thing. 
But one thing I've noticed is these values, once they start heading over 5,000, seem to put up a dud. And his minutes are good. The Lakers is a good matchup. So I'm not not considering him. He'll be in some of my lineups, but I don't think he's the value that he was. Georgie Dang at 5,000 is a very good value. And two guys who are a little sneaky because they they don't get used much. One of them is not in a great matchup, but Zaza Pacuolia, he always seems to make value at $5,800. He's a very solid play. And Mason Plumley has really turned it up lately at 5500 He's another one of those guys that you like who can put up uh, a number of statistics. What are your thoughts on those guys? And is there anyone else that you think is the value at the center position? No, I think you pretty much hit the values on the head. My first uh, ranked value guy is Dang, and that's, you know, in- injury considering. As long as Dang starts and I kind of, uh, you know, feel good playing him because uh, he's another guy that can get you a double-double uh, with a few blocks and steals. Um, I think uh, I like Carl Anthony Towns a ton tonight. He's been, you know, getting close to 50 or over 50 the last few games. And then, uh, like you said, Zaza Pachulia at 5,800 is a great value and a good matchup against Phoenix. Now, it shows uh, Phoenix opponent ranked defense is number one, but, um, you know, just all the missed shots that Phoenix puts up, the ability to get block shots and steals, I like Pachulia at 5,800. And then I like Hawes down at 5,200 as well. But if I'm in the $5,000 range, I'm going with Dang. Okay, so we'll put we'll put him in as a placeholder. I, I don't know that he's quite as safe, but I do think he has the upside. And everyone seems to be on Carl Anthony Towns tonight. My only question with that is his ownership, you know, position. Um, and the other guy is Vucevic. I mean, Boston is notorious at not having a good front line and giving up a lot of points to bigs and they played the other night if I'm not mistaken and the game turned into a blowout but Vucevic had a lot of points before it did so which one do you want to put in as a placeholder Dang? well let me just say I think the center position tonight is one of those nights where there's a lot of guys that you know have a good floor a 30 to 40 point floor but there's not one of those guys that's going to go out and get you a 60-burger like Brooke Lopez did last night. There's not one of those guys that's going to even go out and get you, you know, 50 or 55 tonight. Towns might get you around 50. He might get up to, to 52, you know, on a good night. But there's not one of those guys that are going to explode. So, you know, it's just important for us to make sure we make the right pick and get the best value there. So, uh, like I said, I'm good with uh, Pachulia. I'm good with Dang if we want to save the um, – $800. So, uh, you know, I'll throw those guys out there and, you know, we'll make the final decision. All right. Let's put Peculia in as the placeholder because I do think his floor is more stable and I don't know that you're giving up much in the way of upside. And again, it is a placeholder. So um, we know that that's, that could change. So that leaves the guard, the forward and the utility. And this is when we tend to talk to each other about who are the best players on the slate. And I'm going to ask you, who are your guys who you really want to fit into these lineups? 
Well, I have two guys that I really want to fit in and a guy that I really want to fit in but always scares me. Uh, The one guy that I want to fit in is Steph Curry. And I don't usually say that because I don't really like playing Steph Curry um, in DFS much, and I'm not sure why. But it always seems like the stars shine in New York. Um, You know, it's going to be a highly televised game. uh, And I just think Steph Curry is going to show out tonight in New York. And if he gets hot, there's no telling what can happen. And, uh, you know, I know people say, well, you can't chase points. Well, I'd love to see, uh, you know, Curry go for 50 with about 10 assists and, you know, run off with one. So I love Steph Curry. And then my second guy that I really love in a great matchup at home against Minnesota, and that's Dame Willard. Okay. Well, both of those guys are guys that I like a lot. Um, The third point guard that I really like is Kemba Walker. Um, He is 8,700 versus 92 and 10-7. He is on the road, but the Lakers, you know, playing a point guard against the Lakers is good business on any day. But with Nick Batum already out, Kemba is going to get a pretty big workload, I think. So Kemba was one of the guys that I think is um, also needs to be in at least the discussion. And to a lesser extent, Draymond Green He's a guy who can go for a triple-double on any night. But I do agree with you on Curry. So, you know, it's it's a little bit of a, how do you say, you know, it's a gamble because he is in so many blowouts, and I do think that that could be a blowout. But why don't we put Steph in? And that leaves us with 7,500 for forward and utility. So are you saying, I guess, that you would like Lillard to be the utility today? Well, and my, we... other, my other guy that I was going to say that does scare me was Kimba Walker. And his usage rate should be through the roof tonight. And, you know, we know how bad the Lakers are. So I don't mind plugging in Kimba, Kimba Walker and um, – saving the 500 bucks over Dame Willard because I think they have a similar ceiling. All right. So what we tend to do in cases like this is we will start by just going and looking at who's left with our first choice. So if we put Curry and Lillard in, it leaves 5,800 at the forward position, Kent Bazemore at 54, PJ Tucker at 53, Marvin Williams at 52. Of that list, I like PJ Tucker because, um, Warren, I believe, has already been put out. And so that's, you know, at least if we do go Curry and Lillard, there is a guy that I really like there. Um, yep, if, I, I'm right on with you with uh, P.J. Tucker. He would be my choice there um, at 5,300 with Marvin Williams, um, the second choice. And if we put Kemba in of Lillard, it gets us to 6,300 which gets us to a couple guys that are interesting, Dirk, Andrew Wiggins, and Ricky Rubio. I, you know, I, uh, Toby Harris. So it definitely improves, I think, over Tucker, wouldn't you say? Which one do you like better? Do you like Lillard and um, – do you like Lillard or do you – It's going to be Lillard and Tucker or Kemba and Dirk or Crowder. 
because um, we have to plug in a four. We can't get in any of those guards. So um, that's what we're looking at. Kimba. Oh, my mistake. Dirk, You're right. Dirker Crowder or Lillard and P.J. Tucker. I kind of like the Lillard P.J. Tucker, but I don't uh, I don't hate Kimba um, and Dirker Crowder at all either. I think, you know, both have pretty similar uh, floors and ceilings. I don't disagree. Uh, so what I'm going to do now is I like, I agreed with you. I, I think Tucker is a very good play uh, with Lillard, but let's take out Berea for a minute and let's put okay. Curry at point guard. Let's put Lillard at guard. And that leaves 5,000 each at the other two positions. If we pop TJ Tucker, PJ Tucker in at 5,300, that leaves 4,700 for utility and that would leave Luol Deng, Robin Lopez, Iguodala, Bogut. Nobody that really jumps off the page at me. One other thing that we can do is if we take Julius Randle out for a second and put Kyle O'Quinn in, that leaves us now at Chris Bosch, Vukovic, um, Carl Anthony Towns for the utility so what are your thoughts on some of those options? Uh, I like a couple of those options. I also looked at taking out Pachulia and putting in Dang, and that would leave us with 5,500 and give us uh, uh, Devin Booker, Marvin Williams, Jeff Teague, Goran Dragic, Mason Plumley. Um, so anybody 5,500 and down, we would have – uh, option for utility if we just went uh, if we left it like it was and just went from Pachulia down to Dang yep uh, let's see if we go up to Towns at center so Curry, Galloway, Kid Gilchrist Kyle O'Quinn, Towns Lillard, Tucker that leaves 6,200, which would get us Wiggins or Ricky Rubio. So I think... Or Randall. Bar- What's that? Uh, oh, and Randall. Do you have... Yeah, Randall. And Randall. That's not bad. Yeah. No, that's not bad at all. But the question is, if we're investing in Steph Curry, do we also want to invest in a blowout player in the same game? Yeah, and, you know, uh, you never know the injury news that's going to come out of New York either. So, um, you know, I, I guess it all depends on how comfortable you are. Um, you know, because Steph Curry is the only person on the slate tonight, I believe, that could, you know, get you above 70 fantasy points. I agree. And uh, I'm looking so – I, I put um, Berea back in because I do think he's a solid value, don't you? Yeah, I mean, 25 to 30 fantasy points out of a guy that's uh, below 5,000 is a pretty good value. And Phoenix is, is pretty bad. And if Dallas if Dallas gets up, you know, 10, 15 points, Berea will play the whole fourth quarter. And, you know, those are, those are great garbage time minutes. So... Right now, I show Berea, Galloway, Kid Gilchrist, Julius Randle, Peculia, Lillard, Tucker, and Curry. Uh, 
Is that what you're yeah. seeing? That's what I'm showing. And I think, uh, you know, we have 500 left on the table, but didn't we leave a little bit of money last night as well, or, or did we end up using it all once we made our switches? I'm not sure, but that doesn't bother me either way. No, um, not at all. We, I really, we I really could upgrade what we to, have here. We could upgrade to Wesley Matthews as a pivot if um, Galloway, ha, you know, if Calderon comes back. Right. That would leave us. What do you think about that as a pivot? Well, I mean, we we have to have a shooting guard ready in case of the new. Oh wow! I just found so, something. Yeah. I found something Uh-oh. I really like. All, All right, right, let's see it. So we put Diang in. Okay. And we take Galloway out, and that gets us up okay. to Archie Goodwin. Okay. I can deal with that. You like that? I can deal with that, definitely. All right. So we're going to plug this. I, I just think that Goodwin's going to be low-owned, and I just think we can always go back, and we will be talking before, you know, right. based off of the injury news that comes out in the next 45 to 50 minutes. And so I've got it as Berea, Goodwin, Kid Gilchrist, Randall, Diang, Lillard, Tucker, and Curry. And I think that's a pretty good lineup. Yep, and that's what I have in our reverse pivot here is uh, we would go back to Pachulia and back to Galloway if, you know, uh, something crazy comes out for injury news. But I really like it too. Uh, it's I like it better. Right I like it better the way it is. Um, I think Dieng has, you know, if he's starting, I think he has more upside than Pachulia, and this is a GPP. So I feel I really like this. Good. Well, it's plugged in, and, you know, all I have to do is go make the changes according to time. So I put the proper um, guys in the flex, but it's uh, loaded up and ready to go. And I put the same lineup in a sharpshooter. Would you like half of the ownership of that? Oh, I just started throwing this one and everything. So, no, no need. I'll, I uh, okay. put it in the, the dollar, the $3, and all those good ones just, you know, as I was uh, inserting it in the $100. So, if you guys want to follow along, listeners, it's the $100 uh, January Jam finale. And uh, I think we have a good one. So, hopefully we can go uh, – it would make us seven for nine in caches tonight if we can somehow get in that top 25 or top 225. I I agree. So um, just got my first update of the night. Larry Nance is out, which we knew. TJ Warren out, which we knew. And a little bit of discussion. It says, as of now, Lynn and Lamb remain questionable. If Lamb is out, Lynn is a very good value play. Um, Well, I shouldn't be giving too much of the notes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I was just talking out loud. But... um, (laughs) That's where we're, uh, you know, it it is a paid subscription and I don't want to, I don't mind sharing news that anyone could find by looking on Twitter, but analysis, given out analysis, I think does cross the line and I don't want to do that. Want to be sensitive to other people's businesses. So um, that is our show for today, I believe. And, you know, Mahler. You know, Lord willing, we'll have another good night, and I'm sure we'll be talking or texting in the next 45 minutes to an hour as the news breaks.
Yeah, I'll be uh, excited, you know, if we can somehow get in the money again, and I'll be able to send you the mem of Will Ferrell running down the street naked um, saying we're going streaking. So can't wait for that to happen. Let's keep up the good work and uh, have another solid night. You got it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining our podcast. Uh, We are trying to do something a little different. I do think we're the only people. We are the boys. And when we're around, we are back in town. Have a good night, everyone. Now that the boys are here again